Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 24th day of November. I'm Paul White, and I want to just say to my American friends, Happy Thanksgiving. I know that many countries celebrate Thanksgiving or a form of Thanksgiving in their own way on different days, but in the U.S., it is designated to be this particular Thursday of November, and uh, I, I, I don't always use the podcast to discuss it. It's, it's a civic holiday, and it's an American holiday, and I have an audience all over the world, but I just felt compelled to this year, and maybe it's because of what I've been studying, and it got me to thinking about it. And that is that I've been walking back through. I'm always I'm all over the place in studies because there's all kinds of things going on. We study to lead our Tuesday groups, so I have to be in a particular passage there. I have to study for the podcast. I have to study to do weekend sermons. I, I shoot videos for groups um, for their study, so I have to study other materials. So at any given moment, and then often we're writing a book. So at any given moment, I'm I'm in about five things. Well, on my own personal time, almost in my hobby time of reading, I've been slow combing through the book of Genesis through um, an original Hebrew journey. I don't know original Hebrew, but um, reading scholars I trust to try and get to the core of original Hebrew. And as I've been walking through that, I arrived at the Noah story and really did a deep dive into what that story looked like in comparison to say the 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 Mesopotamian flood stories and and one of the things that jumped out at me and it just was so serendipitous in a way because here we are right up against Thanksgiving was the thankfulness aspect from a Hebrew standpoint the thankfulness aspect of the Noahic sacrifice when he comes off the ark and he offers up a sacrifice for God, to God. He's basically building an altar and he's establishing himself as a thankful man. And what struck me is that Noah kills some of the clean animals that he brought off the ark to offer to God as a sacrifice. We're to assume he had been offering sacrifices on the ark or at least had saved the animals on the ark so that he would have something to sacrifice when the floodwaters abated, that's the most common view, is that by taking the clean animals onto the ark, by the way, he took seven pairs of clean animals onto the ark, he would have enough to sacrifice when he came off the ark. He would also have enough to, to eat from maybe from the meat that came off the sacrificial altar. So you could say that taking the clean animals onto the ark was an act of faith. Because taking the clean animals on the ark meant he believed he was going to land on dry ground someday and be able to offer up sacrifices to the God who delivered him from the flood. So maybe one of the great unheralded moments of faith in biblical history is not just building an ark, but then taking extra animals onto it so that you could offer them up to the God who delivered you after he delivers you even though when you put them on the ark, it hasn't even started raining. So what a phenomenal story of faith. What strikes me in the story is that this is the second animal sacrifice in the Bible. The first is Abel offering up the best of his flock to God. The first time that an animal sacrifice is offered, the offerer is then killed. 
So the first blood sacrifice leads to the first death. When Noah offers the second blood sacrifice, it is not long and there is some kind of sexual violation. Of course, violation has as its root violent. That's what makes it a violation. So we're not entirely sure because of the ambiguity of the language. And I, there's some things I could say there and I'll leave them out. They don't apply really. Um, as to what happens, but whatever it is, it's bad and it's violent and it's a violation of Noah's space and rights. And so it's, it doesn't take too big of a leap to get to here. The first blood sacrifice in the Bible, the guy that offers it dies. The second blood sacrifice in the Bible, the guy that offers it is violated. A piece of him dies. It tells us that there's a close link to bloodshed on the part of the offerer and something violent happening to the offerer. Now you take that for what it's worth. What it says to me is it gives me even more celebration to the fact that Jesus steps in to this violent cycle at the cross and he offers himself as the blood and by stepping into the violent cycle can break the violent cycle, not necessarily breaking this idea that if you shed blood, it'll be shed, but breaking this idea that blood needs to be shed. By being the once forever, once for all sacrifice, we can stop with the bloodshed. So we get to say thank you to God, but we don't have to shed blood in saying it. God's not looking for bloodshed. God is not looking for your sacrificing yourself today on the altar of your job or the altar of ministry or the altar of money or the altar of lust, whatever it is that we often put up as this thing. God's not looking for that today. And, and, and I know we're, I'm using this in a sort of a spiritual sense on a civic holiday, but it's the way that I can shape this holiday in terms of being believers, because the American Thanksgiving, it really doesn't have anything to do with being a believer. It has to just be with being thankful that you've been blessed, no matter what level that blessing is. But I, I, I think we could do better as followers of Christ and, of course, be thankful day to day, but realize that our Thanksgiving in Christ is bloodless on our part, very bloody on his part. He steps into the violence. He's not asking for us to pay back with violence of our own. Here's some text for you today as you give thanksgiving in your way. From Psalms 107, I want to just read the first nine verses and we'll go out with this. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness.
Happy Thanksgiving. God bless.